Hello, I'm Dr Jodie Richardson and you're listening to Well Hello Anxiety, a podcast where we end the struggle with anxiety and build our toolkit of practical skills to thrive. I was down at my local shops heading to my favourite coffee shop at the time to pick up a couple of coffees. I was soon to meet a friend when I passed a fellow on a bench seat near the coffee shop with a really colourful crocheted blanket across his knees. And he caught my attention and I noticed that he looked like he didn't own a set of keys to a home. He didn't look like he necessarily had a really good meal recently and certainly not a really nice cup of coffee. So whilst I'd walked a little bit past him, I turned around and went back and said, hey, I'm about to go and grab a coffee. Would you like one? And he said, I would love a coffee, thank you. And I said, all right, well, you better tell me your order. What is it that you'd like? And he said, I'd love a latte with six sugars. So in I went to the coffee shop and as I was standing there waiting, I noticed that there were freshly baked raspberry muffins just sitting on the counter. You know what coffee shops do. They put all the delicious freshly baked goods right by the counter so when you're ordering a coffee, you often end up walking out with something extra. And whilst I resisted for myself, these freshly baked muffins looked so good. They had a fresh raspberry sitting on top and a dusting of icing sugar. So I bought my friend and myself our coffees. I bought this fellow his latte and I bought him a raspberry muffin as well. Once my coffee order was up, I picked up the coffees, headed outside, and I thought I'm going to make two trips. I'm going to take his coffee and muffin and then I'll come back for the other couple of coffees so that I could carry everything back to my car. When I walked outside and approached him on the bench seat, which was not far from the coffee shop, I had his latte in one hand and a muffin in the other. As I approached him, I noticed that also, like me, in each hand, he had a coffee and a freshly baked raspberry muffin. And I walked up and I said, well, hello. Uh, Kind of feeling a bit strange because I had exactly the same goods for him ready to hand them over and yet his hands were full because somebody else had done exactly as I had and had gifted him a coffee and a beautiful fresh muffin. So it was a bit odd. I said, hey, look, I can see that you've already got your hands full. And I put the coffee and the muffin down next to him and said, hey, look, these are for you too. Perhaps you can take them with you and enjoy them a little bit later. He looked up at me and said, thank you. And the absolute astonishment on his face probably matched mine. (laughs) And he said, one day I'm going to find a way to repay you, to which, of course, I answered there's absolutely no need and popped back into the coffee shop, picked up my order, passed him by with a nod and a smile and headed off on my way. This happened years ago, years and years before the pandemic and that coffee shop has now closed. But I will never, ever forget that experience. I probably spent around $12 in that coffee shop, 
probably around $6 for the coffee and around $6 for the muffin. But it is an interaction and experience that I will never forget. And it's not because of my actions. It's actually because of the actions and the kindness of the other stranger who had taken it upon themselves to gift him a coffee and a muffin just like me. The gratitude that he shared was so impactful. It was evident that my actions and the actions of that other person had had a really significant impact on him and he felt good. You could just tell he felt good and he felt cared for and I walked away despite the fact that it was strange not being able to sort of gift him what I had purchased for him directly. It was not about that. It was about doing something nice for another person and expecting nothing in return and That experience gave me so much more than I anticipated and I had no expectations. So, you know, there's a saying in positive psychology and it is based in the research that kindness makes us happy and happiness makes us kind. The ripple effect of kindness is almost indescribable and it extends to absolutely everyone involved including the people who just so happen to witness an act of kindness. When we are giving kindness, we are receiving it, or we see an act of kindness, big or small, it floods all of us with feel-good hormones like serotonin, which makes us feel so good. It improves our mood, our memory. It helps us relax. It even makes any wounds we happen to have at the time heal faster. Quite extraordinary. We are also flooded with endorphins which increase our well-being. They release our stress and are also the body's natural painkillers. And you will have heard me talk about endorphins when it comes to exercise. We get this warm and fuzzy feeling And that comes from oxytocin and that's also known as the love hormone and it makes us feel more loving towards other people and it makes us feel more loved. And one of the great things about oxytocin is it helps a lot with social anxiety and boosts connection and that's why acts of kindness are so powerful for all of us, particularly people who might be feeling a little lonely or for young people in our lives who have perhaps lost that art of connection because of lockdowns or because of various other reasons, particularly anxiety, which can make us feel closed off and less likely to want to connect when we're feeling highly anxious. And of course, when we show others kindness, we experience all of these good feelings and it reduces loneliness, which is really impactful on our mental health and well-being as well. When we show kindness to other people, it actually boosts our energy. It helps us to feel more confident and the generosity that we feel when we are sharing our kindness with others actually fuels more kindness. And so we end up in this 
beautiful virtuous cycle of experiencing the benefits of kindness and wanting to do more. Anyone who's on the receiving end feels the same way and even people who witness an act of kindness are more likely to share kindness with another person, whether or not that's someone they know or a total stranger. Kindness also reduces stress, reduces depression and reduces anxiety. And there's a 2022 study that was conducted by the Department of Psychology at Ohio State University. And the researchers found that practicing kindness reduced anxiety. It reduced negative feelings. It also increased positive feelings and social connection. So it increased life satisfaction. So this idea that we're more satisfied in general with our life as a whole. And the people that were in the study, and I won't go into all of the details, they were experiencing medium levels of anxiety and depression, and the effectiveness was on depression and anxiety. And the number of kind acts that the people performed as a part of the study were three acts of kindness on two days of the week. So three acts of kindness on one day, three acts of kindness on another day of the week. So two out of seven days of the week across a five-week period of time. And the findings were significant and the random acts of kindness were compared with two other groups, one group who were noting down what they were thinking and another group who were socially connecting with people during the week. These studies are so powerful and show that performing random acts of kindness, the benefits are priceless and the reduction in anxiety is meaningful. Now, obviously not something that we would do to treat anxiety as a whole and we know that anxiety is completely normal and not all anxiety is a disorder, but something to consider adding to your anxiety toolkit. One of the things that I love the most about the power of random acts of kindness is that even the smallest of gestures can make a really significant difference for us and for other people. It could simply be holding the door for someone. It could be leaving a dollar coin in the supermarket trolley when you're finished with it rather than plugging it into the next one and collecting your coin. It could simply be paying a genuine compliment to a total stranger as you pass them by on the street. But when it comes to acts of kindness, it's really important that we perform kind acts that are easy for us from the point of view that they're not stressful. So for some people, paying a compliment to a stranger would create great stress and anxiety. For me, that's something I do all the time. And oh my goodness, the look on the person's face is just such a gift. And I know the difference that it's made for me when somebody's paid me a lovely compliment. It's not something that is as common as we might think. And it makes all of us involved feel really good, but it may not be the right fit for you when it comes to acts of kindness. Sometimes acts of kindness can be known. Sometimes they can be anonymous, but they don't have to be grand gestures that cost a lot in the way of time, effort, or money. They need to be within our resources. As long as the gesture of kindness costs us a little time, 
a little effort or even a little financially, then everybody wins. Every little bit of kindness matters and the ideas and the possibilities are endless and you can jump online and Google random acts of kindness ideas if you're feeling stuck at all. And not only will you find a whole range of ideas, you'll find some really inspiring stories. Some of the things that I like to do are to pay for the coffee for the person next in line for me at a coffee shop. I will be more likely to do this if there is nobody behind me because I don't actually want anybody to know that I've done this random act of kindness for them. I'd rather pay for it and let the next person that walks in enjoy the surprise and the delight of experiencing a random act of kindness without me needing to be there for any gratitude. When you jump on randomacts.org, which is a website online, there is an opportunity to share stories of kindness and you will see so many different stories and some of the gestures are really big, grand gestures, others are really small and small gestures can be anything from paying a compliment to a stranger to buying a coffee for someone, holding the door for someone, writing a letter to someone, baking some cookies for a new neighbour who's moved in or helping somebody move some furniture. It could be offering a family, a local family who needs a bit of extra help to pick up their kids one afternoon. It could be buying a few donuts for your colleagues in the office one day or bringing in a a small bag of lollies or something that you've baked from home to support the people around you. It can be sharing a genuine and heartfelt thanks to a teacher that was yours or is one of your kids' teachers. It could be writing a review online for an organisation or for a product that you really love. Honestly, the ideas are endless and little acts of kindness prompt other people to pay it forward without feeling obliged in any way, shape or form. So I would just dearly love to hear what other ideas you have, what you've done, what you've seen, what you've experienced, if you've been on the receiving end of a random act of kindness, big or small. One of the things I want you to really understand about kindness is that there is a limit. We all have limits when it comes to what we can give. And it's really important that we we are clear that we always show kindness to ourselves and we recognise when we're giving above and beyond our own resources. So that could be more than we can give in terms of time or energy or effort or financially. That's no good for anybody and that actually detracts from our mental health and well-being and has the potential to actually create more anxiety. So the key message there is don't overdo it. So if you're caring for someone, it's very kind, it's very generous, but that can be very taxing. So I think it's really important that we all heed that message. We do what we can with what we have and we do it when we feel like it feels right for us. There are so many times I've left a dollar coin in a shopping trolley Sometimes I just don't feel like it and that's okay. So there are some really important things to remember when it comes to random acts of kindness. So I would love to know what you think. I hope that this is something that you feel like you would like to add to your 
Anxiety Toolkit. And like so much of what you're learning here with me on the podcast, we can only ever really know if an idea is a good fit for us by giving it a go and seeing what happens. But let me know. And above all else, please share lots of kindness with yourself. Life is difficult and we could all do with being a little easier on ourselves. Show yourself the compassion and the kindness that you show to others, whether they are complete strangers or they are friends. Thank you for joining me. Thank you again for being part of this ever-growing and beautiful global community. Thank you for spending some of your time with me and I very much look forward to being back with you again next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and leave a review. To keep the conversation going, I'd love you to join me over on Instagram. You'll find me at Dr. Jody Richardson. Also, if you'd like a copy of my free five-day mini email course, Calm Your Anxious Brain, then jump over to my website, drjodyrichardson.com, and you can sign up down the bottom. I've really enjoyed having your company. Thanks so much. See you next time.